Hey everyone, thanks for joining us for this bonus episode of Mac and Joe Talk on a podcast. I'm Mac. This is Joe. And this is, of course, if you click on this, you already know what the answer is. This is the spoiler review for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Again, this is going to be full of spoilers, so if you haven't seen the film yet... Um, and you want to make sure that first time you see it, you know, watch the film and then come back and check us out and let us know what you guys think. Um, we saw it on Thursday night, so that we was did. you know three nights or so ago. Um, we've had a little bit of time to digest our thoughts, digest our feelings about the film. Um, I know that I'm excited to view it a second time at some point, probably not right away, maybe in the next couple of weeks or so, just to kind of, again, you see a film a second time, you usually get deeper understandings you see a little bit more of the plot intricacies because you're not always looking for the big reveal or the big spoil um give me your i know you weren't the biggest fan of the film i'm not Um, i'm not okay um give me just some broad strokes of what you didn't like about it and then we'll get into some more specifics um broad strokes i i was i i wrote this down i wasn't stimulated and i wasn't captivated by the movie was it so it was worse than the first ant-man for you was worse definitely worse because and when i saw the first ant-man i didn't know anything about the character okay but as you know i'm always cynical about sequels i didn't i i I wasn't sure what to expect in this one but i was not that excited about it when i walked out okay so but that's just me Um, was it was it I did you have high did you have high hopes maybe, coming in because maybe, it was a Marvel film perhaps versus like if you just enjoyed the film for what it was like maybe you would have just enjoyed it versus like going in you're like because again this is right the next film after Infinity War is this film True. so a lot of people probably walked into it going like okay the bar's been set and then you're kind of like telling maybe, the story maybe, about this other film but to be honest i think it's no different than any of the other sequels that i've seen at this point by okay. in, in the marvel franchise oh. um no what? nothing nothing you're gonna no go i want to hear what you have to say no i just we'll, we'll debate it it's i fine. just i just most of the sequels aside from the avengers aside from captain the, america winter soldier no it was not that good so good it was some of them are better than others yes some yeah. of them are better than others but uh, but iron man 2 and iron man 3 were pretty bad iron man 3 was okay iron man 2 and 3 were pretty bad okay i didn't see guardians of the galaxy 2 because quite frankly i don't want to because the original, the the original, you can't. It's very dupli- It's very difficult to duplicate the excitement that one gets from their first time. You know so what I mean? You, so you probably won't see Avengers four then, because I will because oh, okay. it has to conclude. It has to conclude the I didn't story. Know. I didn't know because it, it was has a to conclude the story. But nothing can change. Nothing can change the feelings you get on the first time seeing. Seeing new characters, new plot lines, but it just seems to me like they're they're. I mean, we 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 can, we can go into detail later, but it yeah. just seems like that the plot is very much a cookie cutter plot. Okay. In, in that there's similar type uh, antagonists in the film. They never win. You know who's going to win. Um, they all have a similar type background somehow or other. The uh, the protagonist harmed him or her in a past life or something like that, or their parents. So there's the angry child. I mean, it's just it's it's so redundant to me. It's so okay. redundant. I don't know, but that's just my. No, I, I I 
I, I mean, I'm I, glad. I'm glad we don't agree because I think it makes for a better a better uh, show here. I think there's some validation in what you're saying. I, I think what Ant Man and the Wasp tries to do and succeeds. It's Ant Man is a very likable character. He's a very. So are they all? He's, They're all likable. He's a very okay. When I say he's a very down to earth character, he's someone that can be the everyman. You know, not everyone's Tony Stark. Not everyone has superpowers. Right. Okay. He, you know, he's very much relatable. He's the kind of bumbling idiot that kind of gets stuck into this world. And I think it's a genius, a genius move that that this is the first film that's after Infinity War. It's a very lighthearted film. It's very funny. It's very heavy on the jokes. It doesn't try and be. Jokes. You know, you have two films. You have Black Panther, which was very heavy. You have Infinity War, which is obviously very heavy. You need something. Captain Marvel is probably going to okay, be very so heavy. So it's good counterpoint. So it's good to it's good to have that balance. I think it, it. You know, it's 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 funny. It doesn't try to be. It doesn't try to be Iron Man. It doesn't try to be the Avengers. Yeah, but it's it just, stays in its own little world. It's not some end of the world consequences. It's okay. not some overgrand overlord like Thanos is going to come and annihilate the world. It's about. This villain, we'll get into the villain later, but it's about this story and about the connections. It's about him and his daughter. It's about, you know, the relationship that Janet has with Hank Pym, Hank Pym has with Hope. You know, seeing seeing Hope become the Wasp is something that's very cool. The Wasp is very much an iconic character from the comics, so to see her take that next step from the first film was cool. Um, it... it it was good. I, I enjoyed it for what it was. It didn't try and be something huge and grandiose. It, not to make a pun about size, but I mean, Ant Man's a smaller character, and it's a smaller type of film. And I think that's what Marvel was going for. They knew when the film was going to be released. They knew, obviously, the huge events of Infinity War um, and what that meant. And, and it didn't try. It didn't try and copy that. And tried to stay in an original path. Tell me something about the plot that you didn't like. I mean, just was there was there a plot point that you were like, "Oh, that's just stupid." Well, like I said, the the I mean, not to repeat what I said, but just I mean, the plot. You're right. He is a very believable character. Absolutely, he doesn't have superpowers. He has a super suit. So you take the super suit off him. He's not just he's not Tony Stark, like you said. He's not some billionaire guy. He's just a regular guy. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the plot line, I mean, was it because it, it, it was didn't, basic? It, it was very basic to me. It okay. didn't. It didn't. Like I said, it didn't. You weren't surprised. There were no, no surprises. I knew what was going to happen in the end with the with okay. the. With, Did you know that Lawrence Fishburne was going to turn on him, his character? I kind of suspected it. Oh, okay. It was pretty. It was. It's like I said. It, the Marvel movies themselves are very. They they're cap. They, they they are marketed for the mass audience. They are not marketed for the movie savant or the movie connoisseur. Uh-huh. So me, I'm looking for a little bit more depth. I'm looking for a little bit more. What do you say about the human condition? What do you say about you know? Is there is 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 there good plot twists? Is it suspenseful? I didn't feel – I felt a lot of the jokes were pretty cheesy and pretty corny. I mean I don't know the name of the actor but the, the guy with the mustache is – Michael Pena. Michael Pena. He's he's funny in small doses. Yeah. He was funny. He's great in certain movies. But it just felt like the entire movie was him just singing these one-liners 
and like just you know just making jokes about this and that. It didn't it didn't do it for me. Sure. I think he's so much better in his drama roles. I you know, I saw yeah. End of Watch. He was in End of Watch. I thought he was great in that. Um, One of the things that I think this film does well in term and especially the the first Ant Man as well. It you know a lot of these Marvel films have to have a lot of narrative exposition just because you need background and and the way they do it with him as kind of making the jokes, it's clever versus just having some boring, like talk about blah, blah, blah. It's, it's clever. It's, you know, it's again, for those of you that, you know, obviously you've seen the film, um, this place, this film takes place after civil war. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't, it infinity war hasn't happened yet. So the end of the world, Half the world finger snap hasn't happened yet, so I think there's obviously a lighthearted tone. This would have been a, certainly a much darker film if that had happened already. But again, it was very lighthearted. Um, you felt like even when Randall Park, who plays the FBI agent that kind of wants to learn magic, again, Randall Park's a really funny actor. Yeah, um, and he's in. He's he, he, he was in the interview. Yeah, he's, he's funny. He's um, not funny. He is funny. Oh my god. Um, and he, you know he plays this funny part and, and you know, every time he's like, I'm going to catch you. You're not at home. Of not course, of course, of course he's at home. I mean, I, you know, you see the, what about the full body ant? Like that wasn't clever. Like how that's the way to get around the detector when he, when he, the full, the ant Again, full size, not believable at all. And I'm it's not a, saying it's a movie about, I ant know Man. it's a movie. I know it's a movie and movies are supposed to be enjoyed, but I tend to appreciate movies more when I can like, when I can, when I lose myself in the movie, I could see you being and I, down. I didn't and I don't, this and I don't lose myself in Ant Man. I don't oh, want to lose myself man. in Ant Man and the Wasp. I lost myself in Infinity War, absolutely, because I know nothing about the plot. But they didn't give me anything new. Is my point? Okay. It was the same type of plot that I've heard before, over and over and over again. It wasn't. I mean, I enjoyed it. For a movie, but I would have much rather seen it on a DVD rental than shelling out thirteen dollars for it. But we can. Let's, what about? Let's keep um, going. Yeah, yeah. What about? Uh, what about Ghost? Yeah, the villain. Ghost. Ghost is played by Hannah John Karma. I apologize if I got that wrong. Um, she's a, a newish actress. She's actually been on Game of Thrones. That's how I recognized her. I knew I had seen that face before, um, and then I just couldn't. Sometimes she was on the film. I just I couldn't couldn't picture where I saw her at. Um, and then I researched it. She's been on Game of Thrones. That's how I knew her. Um, villain's a very cool... Uh, or the ghost is a cool villain, excuse me. Um, it's What's so cool about it? Um, the way that she can, you know, transport her body. Um, there are certainly some liberties from the comics. And I'm not huge on Ant-Man and the Wasp comics. Um, the way she can, you know, use the Quantum Realm. The way the Quantum Realm gives her energy. Um, her body can transfix. She can walk through walls. She can do all these little cool tricks. Um, it's it's a Marvel problem that I think has been part of the Marvel problems for years is the villains aren't fleshed out. She didn't get a ton of screen time. She didn't get a ton of backstory. We saw her father explode in the accident. And again, that was like the one minute background we got on her. We didn't get much else. So I think that is, you know, she could have gotten a lot more. We just didn't get a lot more from it. So in terms of that, I think that is a problem that Marvel has had for a while. You look at the bigger Marvel villains, Loki and Thanos, those are villains that have been developed over films years and years. And and she wasn't, she was given maybe 20 minutes of screen time in this entire film. She just didn't get a chance to, 
to show a lot of what she could do. Again, when she was on screen, I thought she was great. You know, she was able to move well. Her action scenes were cool. Um, she, I understood her motivation, you know, to get, you know, to get the lab um, so she can get into the quantum realm to get the quantum energy. I understood that. I understood that motivation. That was believable. It wasn't just like I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin the world because I'm a I'm an awful person. Like but it wasn't original. Yeah, her. I mean, okay. So did you you didn't buy the villain then? You no. just thought it was just no. another Marvel villain. I agree. That's that's honestly how I felt. I mean, and again, this is just me. I mean, I, you know me. I'm a cynic for sequels, and but like I said, it it didn't. Uh, the the villain the villain she was a good actor. I'm not saying that her acting wasn't good, but I didn't believe her her emotion okay. is what I'm saying. Like like you're saying, probably for the reason that you're saying. They didn't she had maybe what, like a one minute on her history on her history. Yeah, and that's all we really And they just kinda it. threw it in there. You know, like that to me, it doesn't make me dive into the character's psyche. Yeah. You know, you need to have like it needs to be developed, as you say. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that. And, and now that you mentioned that, I think that's probably a big reason why I didn't like the film yeah. and why I didn't particularly care for the villain and didn't feel the villain was believable. And, and I think that's a uh, – if there's if there's maybe a criticism of Marvel that I do have, especially in the Phase 1 and Phase 2 films, the villains aren't fleshed out. I think in Phase 3 they've gotten a lot better. Well, some um, of them in Phase 1 were kind of good. Yeah, I mean, some of them were. But, I, you know, I think you look at the Phase 3 villains in terms of, like, Killmonger and Black Panther was a great villain. Uh, Ulysses Claw and Black Panther was a good villain. Thanos, obviously, is a good villain. You know, Hela and Thor Ragnarok was good. Um, they were given a little bit more time to flesh out their characters. Um, were there any relationships in... Anime and the Wasp that that you liked again to me this is a very grounded film so the relationships that these characters like father daughter again it's you have one of the coolest scenes that I thought was the beginning of the film that was one of the coolest and not because it was the beginning when they're like when in they're, his house when they're when in his on, house, going, house through, going through the tunnel that was the cutest thing I've yeah. that was one of the coolest scenes and he plays that role very well he plays mm. the role of a good father who wants to get down and dirty with his kids. I thought that was such a cool scene. So you have his relationship with his daughter. Yeah, that was interesting. Then you have Hank and I saw that before. I saw that already in the first film. But what about Hank, Hope, and Janet all together? You didn't get a lot of time with Michelle Pfeiffer as Janet. Oh, yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer. Again, what what has she done recently? When's the last movie she did? She did that Snow White film or whatever it was. I don't even know what you're talking about. Snow White, the Huntsman or something like that or... Or uh, some sort of that. Wizard of Oz. <laughs> She's done just making stuff up. Now. No, she was in a movie where she felt like an evil. Oh no! You know what it was? It was like Starstruck or something like that. It was like Stardust. Stardust. That's okay. what it was. There you go. That's she was true. in Stardust. Yeah. And I don't ask me why I watched that film. No, it's 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 a, but it's I'm, a good. Novel. But I'm just saying, like, eek. I mean, it just seems like everyone's getting their piece of the pie right now. Everyone's just like, oh, I got to sign up for a Marvel film because I haven't done anything in a while and I want to cash They're in. running out of characters. Because they're running out of actors and actresses to use. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, I, the relationships to me in, in this film and especially the Ant-Man films, again, because it's a smaller film, I I believe those relationships. Like, he's doing this and he's doing the right thing, maybe not because – it's the best choice, but he's doing it 
because it's the right thing and he wants to tell his daughter to do the right thing he wants to be there for her uh you know hank and hope again have that special relationship father daughter he trusts her to now give her the costume give her the suit of the wasp so she can fully become the wasp again in the first ant-man she's like hey let me suit up like i can help him and he's like no it's too dangerous basically like scott's expendable you're my daughter you're not expendable um, now she has the suit, you know, Hope has, or Hank has given him, given her the suit. Uh, so to me, again, I enjoy that. I enjoy the relationship between Scott and Michael Pena's character and T.I.'s character and that relationship they have. Um, they're buddies from jail. They're buddies from their past. It's funny. It's, it's camaraderie. It's, it's lighthearted. Um, I bought it. You know, the one thing that, um, yeah, I mean, I think there's so many Marvel relationships that just get glossed over and it's like, oh, there's a handsome guy and a pretty girl and let's you know we're gonna be together because we're attractive it's like i mean scott and hope's relationship their dynamic is weird like it's it's testy it's in and out it's it's believable it feels like a real relationship like two people that have a lot of baggage you know overall you know have a lot of issues overall that's not the kind of movie that they're and showing. it's not it's not that's the type not of the movie that they're, movie they're showing. showing it's not the movie but that's how the relationship is oh. Like it's, it's not meant to be easy. It's not meant to be like Thor and Jane. It's not meant like to be it's, believable. It's it's yeah. <laughs> so the one thing I wanted to get into um, was the end credit scene or the stingers. You oh, want to call God. them? Um, we'll skip the last one. The last yeah. one is obviously the stupid ant playing the drums, which served no purpose other than to make you laugh. Yeah, which was oh which God. is not a bad thing to make you laugh. Um, so we'll skip that last one with the ant one. Um, obviously the, the main one is the middle one. Um, so this is after Janet is back from the quantum realm. So she has her experience from the quantum realm. They're going back into the quantum realm now to get quantum energy to give to ghost for her cure. Um, and this is obviously they've now progressed at some point. They've perfected how to get in the quantum realm. They have some sort of knowledge that Janet has given them. They've, it's a new machine, or they've upgraded the machine to get into the quantum realm. Um, so Scott obviously goes into the quantum realm to get the energy and they're talking, they can communicate. And then it's kind of like, we're going to pull you out in five, four, three, and then that's it. Um, and then you see all three of them go, you don't see them go to dust. You just see the dust obviously after the last shot is Scott basically just inside the quantum realm, not knowing how to get out. Um, believe it? Did you not believe it? Did you understand what was going on? I understood fully what was going on, and I anticipated that. Um, I didn't anticipate. I didn't necessarily anticipate that scene, uh-huh. but we had talked about um, this kind of leading up to something has to tie. In. Something has to tie into Infinity War. Yeah. Um, something has to tie into it. You know, you knew some characters were going to disappear. You just didn't know what or when. And since it didn't happen, as soon as it showed the other scene and he was kind of like, at once he started counting down, like I knew what was going to happen. Um, I, 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 it made sense. I understood it. And they, and Marvel does a masterful job who the creators behind it, you know, uh, Feige, Kevin Feige, Kevin yeah. Feige. They do a great job of weaving these stories together and they're doing it way ahead of time. Yeah. It's like they, you know, they were talking, we, 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 we kind of glossed over a topic, uh, talking about phase three, they're going to have a phase four and they're going to do like 20 more films. They said, it's gonna be a at lot. least it's going to be a lot more films. I don't know what they're going to do after infinity war two 
af- right. that's going to interest me, to be honest. So they, yeah, they haven't. Yeah, they haven't. But, they haven't announced. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. Go, oh, go no, I was just going to say we're we're, we're 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 digressing, but no, 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 no. I I, I think that's a good point. Um, we so as far as Phase Four goes, uh, Marvel's been very clever about not revealing anything. Part of it is because they want to. Um, have Avengers four play out. We obviously know guardians three and Spider-Man two. Um, and then potentially Dr. Strange two. That's all we know. Um, you can speculate on a bunch of other things coming up. Um, to me, the credit scene was a little disappointing. Um, really? Yeah. So it was disappointing to me. That might've been the most disappointing part of the film for me. <laughs> um, and was the stinger just like I said it, in the previous podcast. Part of it is you knew what it was, but part of me was disheartened that the wasp was part of it too. I really thought the wasp wasn't going to be part of it. Um, I was really hoping we were going to get a Hawkeye reference. We didn't see, yeah, you we didn't, mentioned we that. didn't we, see we any Hawkeye. We, see Hawkeye. we thought, cause Hawkeye again is just like a man. The wasp was not a part of infinity war. Um, we didn't see anything Hawkeye. We didn't get a Hawkeye reference. Um, I was disappointed. Um, how are they going to get Scott out of the quantum realm now? It's, it's my guess. I, I have no idea. Um, there's many theories about that. I'm not really going to go into that. That could be a whole other topic on itself. Um, so as far I mean, I understood where they were going. Um, I understood that there was going to be something like that. Um, I thought it was going to mostly just happen to, to Hank and maybe Janet, and that gave those characters like Scott and hope motivation to join the Avengers and join the fight. Um, how does he even get, how does someone even know he's in the quantum realm at this point? You know, I mean, the quantum realm could be a gateway to other worlds, to other universes, you know, in theory, there's another universe with a different, different characters. I mean, you don't even know. I mean, the galaxy far, far away. We have no idea. Um, so how that's all going to tie in, I have no idea. Maybe that's a good thing, but I don't know. I'm going to walk into Avengers 4. I have zero doubt that he's going to be a part of Avengers 4 and be a part of that effort to defeat Thanos. Um, so we'll see. Um, overall, I kind of want to get your thoughts on, we've talked about phase one, phase two, phase three. We're nearing the end of phase three right now. Captain Marvel and, and Avengers 4 are the end of phase three. Um, the other films in Phase Three were Thor Ragnarok, Spider-Man: Homecoming, Black Panther, Guardians Two. Um, does it rank amongst those films? Like, was it not as good as those films? To be honest, um, I haven't seen many of those films. No, I've seen about half of them. Like I said, you I saw Black Panther. You I saw Spider-Man. See, I didn't see Thor Ragnarok. I wasn't that impressed with Spider-Man: Homecoming. I thought it was it was it was interesting to see. It was entertaining. I thought he was a good actor, but again, it just seems like these 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 plot lines and these villains are all whitewashed to me. Okay. Um, so I definitely it definitely ranks on par with the other ones that I've seen. I don't think it ranks as high as the originals in my mind. Okay. Um, seeing Thor for the first time, or you know, even the Avengers movies. I mean, the Avengers movies I think are miles better than any of these any of these uh sequels but that's okay. just me i think you and i are going to be exact opposites that's fine um, that's fine i phase one and phase one was really much a very much a introduction of just who the characters were um and the basic characters and then phase two it's like okay we pulled off phase one 
now we're really going to go super heavy on reference to Infinity Stones and references to Thanos and how we're all going to tie this together. Um, it really feels like Phase 3 is like, you know, their own films. Black Panther is such an original yes, film. That was you know, Spider-Man is such an original film in the sense of it's he's on his own. He's not... You know, yes, there's Tony Stark, but it's the mentor. It's the father relationship that he never had. It's that mentor relationship he never had. It's very unique. Um, Thor Ragnarok, if you've never seen Thor Ragnarok, go check it out now. It's unlike any of the other Thor films you've seen. It's extremely original. Uh, Kate Blanchett's the villain, Hela. She's awesome in it. Uh, Guardians 2, again, kind of carries along the same tones as Guardian 1. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp was a really, really good film in terms of how it how it ranks in phase three. It's probably on the lower end of phase three for me, um, but it's still probably a middle of the road film in terms of Marvel. Um, there's been a lot of Marvel films early on that were middling for me. And I think phase three is when they've really started to, to turn it around in terms of like almost everything they're touching now is pure, pure quality. Um, so the fact that I really enjoyed this film a lot and it's a middle of the road film for me because of phase three that to me tells me that Marvel is just constantly stepping up their game, constantly making better films, pushing films. I'm beyond excited about Captain Marvel. I don't know much about the character overall, um, except that she's probably the key to defeating Thanos in Avengers 4. Um, are you excited for Captain Marvel? Don't know much about it. Again, it's, I don't it's, know much it's, about it. It's but, an original character but for again, you. Again, yes, it'll be an original character. I love Black Panther. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying all Phase Three. I'm not saying Phase Two and Phase Three is all garbage. But when it comes to sequels, I'm always, always going to be very super skeptical because it is not the first time you're going to see these characters. Yes, there are. They they do go into much deeper plots. Iron Man now has a conscience because he's worried about all the other people dying and all this stuff. But that wasn't what made him Iron Man. What made him Iron Man was the playboy, the sarcasm, the wit. That, to me, is what made made Tony Stark Iron Man. Okay. Um, but in, to answer your question, I am excited to see uh, Captain Marvel because I don't know anything about it. So I'm going to – and to be honest – my expectations are pretty shot having seen him in on the wasp. So I mean You were just raving about Marvel last time. We I, were can't, talking about I can't it. I can't I can't uh flip flopping now. I'm not flip flopping. I'm I'm I rave Marvel for the fact that they're making entertaining movies, but it's not for the movie it's again, it's not for people who like who like Academy Award-winning movies, or I'm more of a drama guy. I'm more of a thought-provoking guy. And the, and some of their movies don't make me think. I don't lose myself in the movie. That's what makes a great movie to me, is when I can forget that I'm in a movie. Because the acting is so good, the plot line is spectacular. It, there doesn't have to be a twist. I mean, but it has to be captivating. And I, and, and I didn't feel Ant-Man and the Wasp was captivating to me. Okay. Um, I am excited to see Captain Marvel, though, because I know nothing about it, so I have zero expectations. And like I said, quite frankly, my expectations couldn't be lower at this point. Okay. Um, Interesting. I figured you might not like it. I'm surprised that you didn't like it this much. Um, But, you know, again, everyone has their own opinion. That's fine. You know, it's... it's This podcast will be boring if we agree. Let's put it that way. Film criticism is a good thing. And, and, you know, we want to hear what you guys think. If you've seen the film, let us know. 
Let us know how you think it ranks. Um, now that we've talked about it, I think I have a pretty cool idea for another podcast, maybe future in the future, maybe where we rank the Marvel films or something like that. Okay, that would but be cool. But that could be something maybe when we get closer to Avengers 4, we yeah. can probably do something like that. That would be cool. Um, but yeah, you know, thanks for checking out this bonus episode, guys. Um, we really hope you enjoyed We didn't enjoyed do our rating. Them. We didn't do our rating. Oh, yeah, we go ahead. We didn't do our grade. Give me, give me your grade. What Sorry do you about th- that. What do you think my grade's going to be? Probably, I, I'm afraid to say it's an F. I don't know. It's not going to be an F. What? But it's pretty bad. It's a C+. Plus. A okay. C+. Plus, so. so, for someone that as, and I say this with all love and care, someone as negative as you, to give it a C plus because it was that still means that there are parts of the film that you'd enjoyed and parts of yes. the structure that you enjoyed and but you a C, cared about. A C is pretty bad. Hey man, C's passing, bro. C's get degrees. You're still in your, you're still getting C's your, get degrees. You're still getting your diploma. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say it's it's a B for me. A uh, solid B. A solid B. Okay. Again, it's it's what what separated the first Marvel films for me is that. One, they were introducing characters that I knew and that I liked and I loved. Um, so I was kind of overlooking a lot of the plot points. I was overlooking a lot of the, the tacky stuff that I didn't necessarily like. Phase two, Guardians, for me, was a standout standout. A lot of everything else in phase two was middle of the road. And then I think phase three has just turned it around. So the fact that it's Man Man the Wasp just has the unfortunate or fortunate, whatever you want to call it, luck of being the first film after infinity war where you know let's face it infinity war was just whether you liked it or not it took a lot out of you um so it it has that it has that connotation to it it's it's a solid b for me it's enjoyable it's it's a marvel film so you'll get a lot of the references you'll understand what's going on if you paid attention but it's also just funny and it's it's caring and you can tell that the characters cared they had a good time the actors cared they had a good time. It was meaningful. Um, you know, it wasn't meant to be some overdrawn superhero film with tons of big battles and blowing up. Like, you know, the funny part when he like gets super big, he's like laughing in the suit because he didn't know he can get that high. And he comes out of the ocean and he picks up the guy off the boat. Like that's the biggest action. Like they're driving down the streets of San Francisco. It's not some huge action blow up a city type of thing. It's just, low-key fun i think that's what it meant to be and that's what it accomplished so for me i think the filmmakers and kevin feige that's the type of story they wanted to tell and i think they succeeded um again let us know what you guys think if you've seen the film um you know i'll probably see it a second time just to get a little more influence joe's probably not going to see it a second time nope. at this point no nope. um but to each their own that's 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 okay it's okay to disagree it's okay um as long as you go in with an open mind and um that's all we ask and we hope you guys enjoy the film. If there's any other films that you've seen this week, let us know. Um, and we'll see you same place, same time next week for the regular podcast. Um, thanks for checking out the bonus episode. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys.